Welcome to the Rebel Heart Coaching Podcast, where BSN registered nurse, integrative health practitioner, and board certified life coach Samantha Shatek teaches you how to go beyond managing your circumstances and start intentionally creating a life you love using her proven strategies. Hi, you there with your rebel heart going on with your bad self. How does this moment find you? We are diving in today to somatic channel number three, and that is the channel of posture. Posture is the communicator between your subconscious and your conscious mind. How cool is that? Our posture is a bridge. And it's really, really powerful. And I'm really excited about today's episode. So let's go. All right. So according to research, our body language shapes not only how other people think and feel about us, but also you might know that it shapes and governs how we think and feel about ourselves and within ourselves. And the posture channel can be comprised of any of the following, the shape your body is in, the tone of voice, your facial expressions and hand gestures, secretions like sweating, crying, and saliva glands being activated, the body trembling or shaking, or any way that your body is behaving. Because we know that our mind changes our body, but today we're digging into, if that's true, how does our body and putting our body in certain postures also shape and change our mind? In every way, your body expresses itself both consciously and unconsciously. It expresses energy and it constructs from your unconscious. And if we choose, we can also channel this consciously for our body to be able to speak to our unconscious mind. When we use our posture or our breath or movement and other things and other ways to communicate with our unconscious, we can change our inner chemical and hormonal balance. It is so fascinating. I love it. And it's such a profound thing to know. And it's actually really simple and not very time consuming to change our inner environment and landscape. So you may or may not have heard of Amy Cuddy, who is a social psychologist And in her famous TED Talk, she talked about the power pose, and that's how she kind of became more of a common household name. If we hold any posture or certain poses for about two minutes, we can change our physiology and hormone levels by putting our body in certain positions. And what she talked about in this talk and what researchers have found is If you want to feel more powerful and show more confidence and dominance, just like in the natural world and in the animal kingdom, we open up, we can expand, we can take up more space, 
and we can stretch out and make ourselves bigger and have our chest and head up. And this is also true with animals and primates in particular. But if we close off, hunch over, wrap ourselves up, make ourselves look smaller, cross our arms, we often appear and then therefore feel less powerful in our lives. And sadly, I think this is changing, but more often women feel more chronically less powerful than men in many cases. And they are going to be more likely in certain situations to be more submissive and collapse their posture where their body will then mimic their perception of themselves in that moment. And so this is definitely applies across genders and anyone can feel empowered in any given moment and their bodies will naturally go into more of a power position that's an open position. But but if we're not feeling powerful and we want to, what this means is that we can intentionally put our bodies in the positions that will, within a short amount of time, let our inner environment know and communicate to our bodies that we are powerful. And within just a couple of minutes, we can change that landscape and we can, quote unquote, fake it till we make it, if you will. It's found that powerful people who are confident tend to be more assertive and optimistic and they feel like they are going to win, and they tend to be able to think more abstractly, and they typically take more risks. And physiologically, there are big differences with two key hormones in powerful and effective leaders and people who show dominance and confidence. And these hormones are testosterone and cortisol. Now, testosterone is the dominance hormone, and in leaders and in powerful people, the testosterone is high, but most importantly, cortisol, which is the stress hormone, is low. And if you think about this, we don't want someone with a lot of testosterone who's also super stressed out and out of control and yelling and aggressive. So it makes sense that as a leader, you have a lot of confidence but you're also cool, calm, collected, and more laid back. Now, in less powerful people, when the hormone levels are measured and or when we put ourselves in positions that are collapsed, the testosterone will be lower and cortisol will be higher. The body can shape the mind. Also, another factor is if we're placed in a role of leadership, we can also alter the hormone levels as well. It's really interesting because if we take a power pose or a power position for two minutes, it is found that cortisol will decrease and testosterone will increase really rapidly in our bodies. So our physiology will change based on the posture. So again, I just want to reiterate what this means is that Even if you're not feeling powerful or if you're not feeling confident, if you place yourself in postures that are more open and the postures that do represent confidence, then you will actually feel that way within 
two minutes. So I use this in my practice a lot. I use the channel of posture most often when someone's energy is stuck or seems to be on a loop. And it's super helpful to try to tap into what the shape of your emotions or experience would be or would feel like in your body. And if you can access this, it's super powerful. And for some people, it's just harder to access. So if you are having something come up and you're feeling what the emotion may be or the experience, if you can connect with a posture that correlates with that, it helps you if you can do that process through that. The trick is, the key is to stay connected to the feeling or emotion while you put yourself into the posture, because then you're able to process through that emotion using those channels, specifically the channel of posture. Some other ways I use this in my practice are, for example, if I'm talking to someone and they express themselves, I'll ask them to keep doing the motion, but I'll ask them to become aware of their nonverbal communication and of their body. But also what I'll do is I will point out something that they probably don't recognize. And then I'll encourage them to keep doing it, but with more awareness. And it's fascinating. One example, I actually have a couple examples, but a client of mine, at the beginning of our sessions, I noticed she would go to say something and then she would kind of stop herself and she would put her hand over her mouth a lot or by her neck or by her cheek. And to me, this felt like she was always trying to filter herself and hold herself back and not feeling empowered to use her voice or feeling afraid to use her voice. And so when I pointed that out, she didn't even realize she was doing that. And now what's interesting is as we've been coaching together over time, She really rarely does this anymore, if at all. And that's because she feels more empowered in her life in general to use her voice. And she's not trying to protect or to hold back. So that's one example. Another example I remember is a friend of mine, and this is a long time ago. We were at a restaurant and I noticed that when she was talking about something triggering to her, I noticed that she had picked up the napkin and she had picked up the butter knife and she was talking about, I believe it was her husband or ex-husband at the time. And she was literally with the butter knife, she was pushing it through the napkin and then cutting and ripping. I just watched her and this is before I was even a coach and I pointed out, hey, I don't know that you're aware of this, but you're literally cutting through your napkin and she looked at her napkin and it was full of like puncture marks from the knife and she was totally freaked out by that. Like her subconscious was basically showing her anger and her frustration and her, you know, upset through her action and through her posture. Another thing that I'll do is I'll tell people sometimes or encourage them to do movements really slow, slowly in order to notice every little micro movement. Because when we do fast movements, it's not necessarily the best when we are feeling a feeling or sensing a sensation. So in order to really tune in, 
we need to bring it in because getting rid of it doesn't work. So being with it in awareness and going slowly and being aware of every micro movement really does help process it. So doing things slowly while moving or putting yourself into a posture. Also, if I recognize a self-comforting posture, I will bring attention to it because usually if there's an activation or a charge present, the body is intuitively trying to comfort itself. And so when we bring awareness to the posture, there is really often a comforting sensation and then a release of energy that follows just by becoming aware of that. Your homework is this. I have a couple things that I want to encourage you to do. If you ever feel anxious or disempowered, or if you're lacking confidence, and for example, you want to feel more empowered before an exam, before an interview, or maybe for a difficult conversation, or maybe a presentation or speaking engagement, you can stand or sit. Standing's probably better, but if you can only sit, you can be in an open, dominant position for at least two minutes to change your physiology and the hormones in your body will change very quickly and shift into a more confident, more powerful positioning for you to go out with more confidence. Power poses and opening can look like your hands and your hips, your hands behind your head. It can look like if you're in a chair with your legs open and kind of sitting back in the chair rather than hunched over and leaning forward in a chair. It can look like you're if you have to if you're sitting down, it can look like your legs up on a surface, although like don't be disrespectful, obviously, and put your legs up on a desk if it's not appropriate. Um, I'm just giving you some ideas where I think you're getting the idea you want to take up space, have your chest out, your chin high, not abnormally high, but you don't want to have your chin tucked low and looking down towards the ground. And the Wonder Woman pose with your hands and your hips and your chest out a little bit and your legs um, shoulder width apart is a really easy, powerful one. And that one doesn't have to look super awkward if you're in front of other people. It can look quasi-normal. So that's one thing. And then I want you to pick a goal. It can be something small or something big that you really want to accomplish or some dream that you have. And I want you to ask yourself these questions. The version of myself who has, does, or is this goal, whatever your thing is, is 150 pounds, has a full-time practice coaching business, is a better husband, is a better wife, whatever your goal is, then how do they, and then state what you're, you are doing. So how do they, for example, what do they walk like? This version of yourself who has reached this place in your life, lives in your dream home, has your dream job, has the practice that you envision, has the workshop, does the retreats, whatever it is, what did that version, how do they walk different? And what is their day like? And what do they want to eat right now? And what is this version of you dance like? And how do they dress? How do they show up in their life? And how do they listen? How do they talk? And what do they wear? Do they wear something different? Does the version of you 
that has this goal or dream already accomplished look different and how do they brush their teeth? And then what I want you to do is you pick just one thing for now first, one thing at a time. You can begin to act as if you are already this version of yourself. But I want you to notice how does your movement, your behavior, and your posture change. When I do this, I'll notice that my center of gravity shifts slightly or that maybe I stand a little bit more upright. And I think that the way that I walk will change slightly And I often notice myself becoming more confident or balanced. So just begin to act as if this version of yourself that has already fallen in love or that lives in your dream house or that bought the lake home or, you know, made $200,000 this year, whatever it is that you already are that person and what has changed and how do you carry yourself in your everyday life and your posture And I want you to do this as often as you can every day because it's a moving meditation and it's really powerful because you're using the posture channel to let your unconscious know that you're already that version of yourself and it can totally shift your energy as you step into a posture that is more in alignment and more advantageous. Thank you so much for being with me today and looking forward to next week as we dive into somatic channel number four, the channel of sensation and felt sense. And hey, I also want to invite you to join me for my six month coaching program. I'll work with just you one on one and I'm going to help you get the results that I know you can get. I promise your life will be different. Go to www.rebelheartcoaching.com to sign up for a consult today. I'll see you inside.